This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT companion podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline, and we're back to talk more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks. Uh, the the fallout of the fallout from NXT TakeOver 31, uh, we did not watch, or we did not at least, I mean, we did watch, I think, but we didn't record yeah. a podcast about uh, that episode of NXT, of which there were a few things uh, of note. note to come out from it. Yes. Uh, would, I think the biggest is probably the Ridge Holland injury, right? Yeah. Um, so he was, I'm trying to remember the match he was in. Yeah. Uh, was it I with Oni Lorcan? Close. Daniel okay. Birch. Danny Birch. Oh, did <laughs> Daniel Birch. Daniel um, Birch. I made him proper. Oh, no. It was Oni Lorcan who who got in on the match, though, right? I think it was. Yeah. A, At the end. So yeah. Holland beats Birch, and then he just goes to town, like, beating up Birch. So then, of course, Oni Lorcan's like, of course. not my partner. And he goes running out <laughs> with his crazy face. Mm-hmm. And um, so they get in it. And I was like, oh, man, great. They're going to set this match up for next week. But then Oni Lorcan does this dive to the outside. Ridge Holland catches him, but in catching him, his leg goes wrong. Oh yeah, There's no it other buckles. way to say it. Yeah, it buckles really bad. And um, um, and he is taken out on a stretcher. You know, I think the problem is actually the one leg buckled. I think it was maybe his left leg buckled, and his right leg took all of the weight, and that's the leg that got hurt. Yeah, it was something crazy too. Not his Achilles, but something like that. Yeah, he was in pain like right away, and the referees were immediately calling for you know calling for an injury or whatever. The, and... guy, the guy put the X up right away. There were like oh, yeah. four refs out because it was post match and all this. So that was like mm-hmm. the only good thing about that was that of course there were like a yeah. ton of people there. So and that's probably going to put Rich Holland on the shelf for quite a while, which also probably puts at least an end for now on his. Uh, possible alignment with the bad side of Undisputed Era, although they no. could... No, no, because they could still do the reveal. They they, be- they could reveal that it was still Fish and, Bo- uh, Fish and Roddy Roderick. who put uh, Holland up to it. Yeah, because yes. in this episode, he did say he had a new Mercedes, thanks to 
mm-hmm. like taking out Adam Cole. So it did set up that there was someone else like behind it. So they yes. could still move forward with it. Yes. Um, the main event of the show saw the return of Ember Moon to in-ring action. Yeah. Uh, it was her and Rhea Ripley getting the win over Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I thought I thought Ember Moon looked pretty good in it for the most part. Uh, she hit her finisher. She hit the uh, the eclipse for the win, and that looked really good. It did, uh, and I will say, Dakota Kai just continues to get better and better at mm-hmm. taking hits. Oh yeah, she's awesome. Like uh, she, like her and Rhea Ripley, I think are two of the best. Things I don't like: Ember Moon's new music. I thought her old theme was really, really good, and I don't even know why they changed it. I don't know. But I, I, I don't have a good feeling for the new one. But yeah, uh, and they did sort of offhandedly reference the situation with Finn Balor, although they did not officially address what is going to be done with him until the episode that we were about to talk about, episode 581 of NXT. Uh, Jacqueline, feel free to take it away. Yeah. So we start with Undisputed Era coming out, and they are getting booed. Not sure what this means, Mm -hmm. but it's Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong, and Kyle O'Reilly. Very confusing. Yes. Um, or maybe the, maybe the crowd is not in on it yet. I don't mm. know. Um, Kyle has the mic, um, and he says he'll go back to wrestling next week. So that's cool. So this week, yes. whatever. Still recovering. Great. Yep. Um, cause he got like teeth knocked out. It was a, he won a bloody match. Oh yeah. Um, he called out Ridge Holland saying that, and he even said someone is behind it. So, mm. like, someone was behind the attack. So, like, they're still setting it up. Yes. Still setting it up. Then we move into the match. This is for the number one contender spot um, for the tag team titles. And it's Undisputed Era versus the Brit and Brawlers. Yes. Um, which, awesome. Mm. Oni um, also wants a piece of Ridge Holland. Um, so, I, I don't know if he said something or what, but, like, he was, like, he's ready. Oh, yes. Um... So Oni and Roderick start here, um, hip toss to put Lorcan down, and they stay low um, and hold. Uh, oh, they stay low and hold heavy in the beginning. Sean gets out and takes down Lorcan, but not for long. Long Lorcan going with holds. It's like he's showing a different side of himself. Birch in, and they try to break Roderick's arms. Birch keeping it somewhat slow and based on holds. Fishing now, looking very agile, but Birch not messing around with his with his brawler style. Birch with a Stomp on Fish's arm, really keeping him low to the ground. Lorcan and Birch with a great double team on Fish and then on Strong as he tries to interfere. Lorcan back in and working over Fish's same arm that Birch was, showing how great they are as a tag team. Mm-hmm. Lorcan staying low to the mat, but Fish comes back up and gets into the corner for Strong to make the tag. Lorcan doling out chops until he gets flipped by Undisputed Era. Brizango creepily watching from the side. <laughs> <laughs> just like sitting at this, yeah. like, not even at a table, just watching, like in front of a screen. It's weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> John looking for the stronghold, but Lorcan gets out of it in a very athletic way. Fish tries to interfere, but Birch comes in on fire and able to get a two count on Strong. Fish just had no chill in this match and ruins another attempt by Birch to become the number one contenders. Strong tags back in, but Birch able to take it to both of them before tagging in Lorcan. Lorcan going crazy in the ring and both members of Undisputed Era being taken out. Back to Birch and Strong as the legal men. The brawlers try for a double submission, but Strong able to get a two count off of it. 
Brawlers go for their tandem finisher and gets a two when Horrible Fish interferes to pull his partner out of the count. And honestly, how is all of this legal? Strong with a kick to Lorcan's face to get him for the three. Uh, totally the wrong call. Mm-hmm. Absolutely dumb. There are other tag teams step relying on Undisputed Era. Also, yeah. Strong didn't even do his like finisher. He just like super kicked him. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, he has done... I think he has done that before. I don't know. It's stupid. It is stupid. It is not the end of heartache. His normal, his normal finisher, but yeah, or the stronghold like that. Or the stronghold submission attempt. Yeah. Um. I mean, I like the match. I thought it was good. I agree with you. I think this should be the Brit Brawlers, but I mean, I know they're gonna go with the heels here because the the champions are good guys. But supposed to be bad guys. This is the problem I'm having. <laughs> yes. Um, like, we're not supposed to know that yet. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, Undisputed Era in general are supposed to be bad guys, I I think. But Adam, no, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are definitely good guys. Are definitely, yeah, it's, it's weird, right? It's very confusing. It, it is stupid. Also, we've seen them against Breezango before, like mm-hmm. literally want something new. Yeah, this is this does feel kind of retreaded. Um, mm-hmm. I still thought the, the match was good, and I gave it three and a quarter. But yeah, um, the only thing I can think of is that they're they're hurrying up the storyline mm-hmm. with with Adam Cole, and Moving so that's why they had yeah. that's why they had to put them in this position. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a two. Oh wow! Okay, we were very far apart on that one. I was not happy with this match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grapple gave it. 3.18. What? Yeah. Seems like you were the only one not pleased. <laughs> I was not pleased at like the first half of this show, just so everyone knows. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, that's, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of stuff early was not, uh, I wasn't huge on. So yes. <laughs> um. All right. Next we get an Ember Moon video and it's pretty great. It goes from her injury through her wanting to come home. Um, it's cool how she's like, yeah, I'm ready to go through the roster to get my shot. Like she doesn't expect her title shot right away. Mm-hmm. Um, I, which I respect and appreciate. It wasn't like Charlotte Flair coming in and being like, well, yes. I'm the title holder now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, next we have the Adonis. I finally got the right spelling of his name. Yes. Ashanti. Um, the Adonis. The Adonis. So his two E's. Would that be his middle name then? His middle name is the, or is uh, or is the Adonis? Is he Ashanti and the Adonis is kind of like his nickname? I don't know. Okay. I thought it was D Adonis, so I'm just glad that they like corrected me on it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. He is rocking a new look. Uh. In his match against Jake Atlas. Poor Jake Atlas. Which could be a pretty cool matchup. Yeah. Um, so Adonis was sporting an iridescent fanny pack as well. <laughs> that Love is a it. phrase I did not expect to hear today, but I thank you for well, it. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, both these men are moving super quick to begin with. Beth mentions Adonis has been on 205 Live. Didn't realize that was still officially happening. Nope. With NXT taking the cruiserweight title. So thank you, Beth. Um, Adonis gets a two count on Atlas and then into an exchange of blows. Mendoza and Wild come out to distract Adonis Mm -hmm. and Atlas able to roll up for the win. Kind of a dumb ending. The match could have been cool if they let it go on. I agree. Um, I mean, 
I said poor Jake Atlas, but at least he got a win here. Uh, yeah. I feel like they could be doing more with him. Uh, I think this is good what they're doing with the uh, Adonis guy. Uh, they're yeah. sort of getting him into the mix with uh, Legato del Fantasma, which is not a bad place to be in the mix with uh, because no. they continue they're on to TV be every week. Yes. And they continue to be awesome. So yeah. that is a big plus. But yeah, you're right. The match was kind of just there. I gave it one and a half. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Back in line. Uh, post. Oh, grapple. Sorry. Then we'll get into post match. Wait, did you say what you gave it? I didn't hear. Oh, also a one and a half. Oh, okay. We're good then. A grapple. One point four. Hey. Hooray. Reset. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All is um, forgiven. Adonis and Atlas post-match team up against Legato del Fantasma, who are still out. Escobar comes out to calm down his guys, but then Swerve comes charging into the ring with chairs, ready to fight. Mm -hmm. And I am smelling the next three-on-three match. Ooh, that could be really good. That could be fun. Mm -hmm. All right. We get a ne our next video, Candice and... Oh, no, sorry, not video, sorry. Candice and Johnny are backstage. Candice... Mm -hmm. Going again for the number one contender spot against Shotzi. Yes. Loomis is going for a title soon, which is kind of cool. We just kind of learn in the background. Mm -hmm. um, but the way Johnny describes Loomis, and I don't have any details here, but I thought it was pretty great and funny. And he continues to just be like <laughs> the he, best actor. Yeah, he questioned why Dexter Loomis should be getting a title shot. And honestly, he did not make the worst case. Uh, yeah. He made a pretty good case that maybe this guy shouldn't be getting a title match. Why is he? Um, but yeah. So I was wondering though, like maybe he was supposed to win because mm -hmm. he was in the ladder match, but was injured and taken out. So Possibly. like maybe he was supposed to win, and that how cool would that have been? So weird. <laughs> Dexter Loomis is like the weirdest character I think I've ever seen. He only continues to get weirder for me, I think, as the as it goes. I know this is appealing for you, but I continue to be like in the weird zone with with uh with Dexter I Loomis. I dig it. I dig it. Part of it too, he, he's quiet. He's like, very he quiet. I'm fine with it. Yes. Like there's only so many people who should be talking on these shows. Damien Priest, not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next yeah. up, uh, we get uh, Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. Austin yes. Theory has been on TV every week yes. and has lost every week. So. Yes. The punishment tour continues. Yeah. Although, but like, he's getting like matches with good people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Well, they are still they are still investing in this guy because that's what they're doing. And uh, in the olden days, when you wanted a yeah. when you wanted a youngin to learn the ropes. You would put him in long matches with really good wrestlers. And that is the mm. best way to learn is to do that. And that is what they've been doing, but they've also been beating him every week. Well, I mean. Deservedly so. Yeah. It continued here, I believe. He's starting in. On Theory's life, staying super percent. Theory gets ahead. What was that? Oh, I was just saying, and in, in the, the losing continues here. So, yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So Johnny's starting in to work on Theory's leg and staying super close to the mat. Theory gets a headlock in and Johnny fighting out of it. Johnny dropping Theory and knocking him loopy before getting in some huge chops. Theory thinks he's cool by going up and out in the corner, but Johnny waiting there to chop him down once he lands and turns and turns around. Uh, Johnny looking 
for uh, for the Gargano escape, but Theory making it to the ropes to break it up. And damn, I wish that was it for this match. <laughs> Theory gets Gargano down, uh, and Theory able to hit the standing moonsault after waiting too long. Wade acknowledging the losing streak of Theory on commentary. I just thought that was an interesting note there. He did win a match last week, but then promptly lost another match, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gargano taking the match back and putting his shoulders into Theory's midsection. Theory able to get some space between them and rolls into a giant drop kick to Gargano. Theory had Gargano on his shoulders, but Gargano gets out. The first big kick he goes for on the spring is blocked. I don't know what the spring is. Springboard? Um, maybe. Mm. But Gargano is able to land the second attempt and then a huge spear. Back into those limbs stretching and Gargano using the ropes as weapons. Gargano off the ropes, but Theory catches him on his sh- on his shoulders, spins him, and plants him face first into the mat. I'm sure that move has a mo- has a name. I just don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Theory gains some offense with a suplex. Suplex. Gargano tried again for a super kick and gets caught. Gargano goes to roll in for a move, but Theory lands a huge super kick, and then Theory with this crazy move where he holds Gargano up vertically and lands his head neck area on Theory's knee, and he picks up a two. Uh, Theory again trying for the ATL, which I guess is his finisher, the way they keep talking about it. Uh, Gargano going off the rope, and Theory catches him again, looking for his finisher, but Gargano able to wiggle out of it, and gets ro- uh, Gargano gets rolled up for a very close two count. Mm-hmm. Back to a back-and-forth slug match. Gargano catches a super kick attempt and then gets his own giant kick to Theory's face and then throws Theory like a dart into the turnbuckle. Gargano on the apron waiting for Theory to get up and the uh, from the beating he's taking and Gargano able to land the final heartbeat and pick up the win. Yes. I, I know... Th- Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. By all means. I, I was just going to... I was just going to say the right person won. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um... And so kind of to like what you had said before, um, my, my notes kind of circle back around to that. So I know Theory is supposed to be the future or whatever, mm-hmm. but his matches have not been landing for me. Okay. Gargano continues to be great, but this particular match fell a bit short for me. Yeah, I feel the same way. I know that they see a lot of uh, see a lot in him. I I mean, it's obvious he's athletic and stuff. I've never been particularly blown away by his matches. Um or the character or anything really. And that was before we learned about all of the allegations against him. Uh, so this was not some sort of pre, uh, pre-held uh, thoughts, any pre-held thoughts or ideas about this person. Uh, he still doesn't really do it for me. Johnny Gargano, I thought, did his absolute best. And mm-hmm. therefore, I gave him the credit of this match. And uh, all two and three quarter stars go to Johnny Ooh. Gargano. I gave it two and a quarter. Okay, I Theory mean, just yeah, fair. he just continues to sink it for me. Fair, absolutely. Um, I th- what did Grapple give this one? Uh, three, three point one three. Oh, so I don't know about that. Neither do I. Uh, something better coming up, though, right? Yes. Um, All right, we have uh, Raquel Gonzalez backstage calling out Ripley and setting up a match for Halloween Havoc. Ripley barges in, and these women are being held back by, like, six security guards, and I can't wait to see them. Going to be awesome. Yes. Uh, Next, we get a Ciampa video. He's watching his um, match from last week. Uh, It was Ciampa versus Kushida. Great match. 
uh, but then Velveteen Dream in, uh, uh, interferes, uh, and Champa, I think, is basically going to kill Velveteen Dream. Mm, is how th- how this ended for me. Don't don't tease me, Jacqueline. I, <laughs> don't tempt me. I, I think he wants to. <laughs> I think he wants to. Uh, I'm not going to stop him. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna say about that. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, anyway, before I before I incriminate myself, uh, let's move on. Yeah. All right, we get the women's number one contender match, which is not the final match of the night. No. Which you would think it would be. Anyway. I think it was my favorite match, though. So. Pretty good match. So we have Shotzi versus Candice. So. Um, starting out here, Candace twisting Shotzi's arm, but Shotzi coming back to toss Candace and then goes for the knee slide, but misses and gets a step up in Siguri. Uh, I don't know how to really pronounce that word. Um, uh, kind that's of spelled good. it phonetically, so yeah, but I'm close. I think it's, you, uh, <laughs> no, I think you got it right. And, and Siguri. Okay. Sure. 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 Um, Shotzi on the ropes and Candace goes for a neck breaker, but Shotzi reverses. Candace goes to fly to the outside of the ring, but Shotzi moves out of the way. Then Shotzi goes flying outside the ring and there is like no room there because it's where the announce booth is. They, if they spent all the time and money to build this, uh, why would you have, oh, then maybe they would have thought, um, to build the announce booth like up a higher level or something to give more room for the wrestlers. Yeah. That bothered me. Um, They they did not think about this. No. Uh, Shotzi gets Candice (laughs) down by some kind of spinning neck breaker thing. Um, It may be called that. Uh, Candice now back to (laughs) offense and gets Shotzi down with this tumbling neck to the mat move. Candice slowing it down with a crazy arm shoulder stretch. Uh, Shotzi gets back to her feet and breaks the hold, uh, but Candice able to get Shotzi back down and now a nice neck stretch back to their feet and Candice is with a big suplex and a near fall Candice dragging Shotzi's face along the rope and the ref there to break it up Candice just getting in all the bad person moves with multiple hits in the corner and then another uh, near fall Indy is definitely going to come out at some point during this right yeah. worth noting that Indy bought Johnny and Candice a new TV the week before mm-hmm. after Tegan broke it um, both ladies on the top rope and uh, meet at the apron. Candace gets Shotzi face first into the post and then does this running move where she takes Shotzi neck first off the apron. Shotzi back on offense now with some big kicks in the corner, a swinging neck breaker maybe. Now some big hits and then the senton off the ropes for a near fall. Shotzi now on the top rope for the senton, but Candace gets her knees up and a two count to dash all the dreams of a rematch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Candace has the better argument for the title shot. Not sure how Shotzi got into a number one contender spot because she was one of the last two women standing at the Battle Royal, question mark. Mm. Um, Candace with a big German suplex off the ropes and a huge kick to the face for two. It looks like Candace was trying for the figure four, but Shotzi counters and does like a wing clipper thing. And Candace in an inverted position puts herself into the pin for a two. Uh, Candace hits the moonsault off the second rope for a two, and she actually looks like she is done with this match. Um, she's very upset. Shotzi, a roll-up for two, and then into this crazy submission that looks like all the pressure is on Candace's neck, and her mm-hmm. arms are out uh, to the side, and somehow Candace is able to scoot her way to the rope. 
Uh, on the ropes again, but Candice gets knocked down and Shotzi jumps onto her and looks for the senton off the other rope, but Candice able to roll to the outside. There is Indy handing Candice a weapon, some brass knuckles that Candice uses to knock out Shotzi and win the match in true bad lady style. Oh, yeah. Candice probably uses the entire ring better than anyone else right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Shotzi may not be able to hang with Candice yet, but is getting there. We get a women's rematch at Halloween Havoc. Uh, too soon for it, in my opinion. Really think this should be the December takeover, but we but we are where we are. Yes. Um, I agree. I think it might be a little too soon for the rematch. It's hard mm-hmm. for me to be like, I don't want to see Candice LeRae and Io Shirai wrestle again, because I do. Um, so it's hard for me to be like, no, don't give me that match again. I thought these two were, were really good. Uh, they, they, it wasn't Candace and EO, but they were really good. Uh, I'm not quite sure why Shotzi was in this spot. Uh, it wasn't just me. Yeah. I'm not positive. I mean, she does get her share of wins and she does look impressive even in defeat, but, I'm not really sure. I mean, this is kind of like a larger problem that I think NXT has sort of been having with uh, having a good through line for all of their characters and like what they're doing with them. They've uh, lost a lot. They've definitely lost. Uh, I think they've definitely lost the uh, lost sight of the objective here. Uh, I think for a while the objective became uh, try to top AEW at all costs. And mm-hmm. instead of just rolling with their show, taking their characters and a natural progression, we've sort of wound up in a place where everything is kind of all over the place right now. And I get a vague sense that they're trying to move back to that. Yeah. But it's going to take some time. Hopefully they stick to it. But yeah, uh, I like the match. I really like the match. It was my favorite. I think it was my favorite on the show. I gave it three and a half. I gave it a three. Oh, Okay. And mainly because, again, I think it's too soon for yes. the rematch. And also, I didn't like the way Candace won. I know she's the bad person and all mm-hmm. this and that, and they're forming an alliance with Indy, but, like, yes, I don't know. Well, and look, also, uh, this is probably also not going to please you, but Johnny Gargano did have, like, a positive reaction to Austin Theory after their match. And there is this sort of floating idea going about that the Gargano family is going to have kids and the kids are going to be Austin Theory and Indy Hartwell. Like, uh, each one is under the wing of, you know, Candace yeah, and Johnny. Uh, which Ugh. is... Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> sorry to bring you down. We'll address that as it comes. Uh, next was gra- one of my favorite segments. Oh, sorry. Oh, gra- I was going to say Grapple gave it a 3.4. Oh, okay. Grapple liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but next is one of my favorite segments. Um, we have Drake Maverick and Killian Dane backstage. Um, and Drake has come up with yes. um, team merchandise um, <laughs> for them. He even brought swatches to show Dane what he's thinking. And he has the best new name for their team. And they're called the Fury and the, F- the Furry and the Fury. And I love it. <laughs> um, I mean, because... Because Dane is very hairy. Yes, I get it. And they love it. Um, <laughs> and they, they're talking. And um, apparently the Furry and the Fury are facing Imperium tonight, who are somehow still in the U.S. Uh, I so. have no idea what's going on with them. <laughs> Remember when we were sure that they were going to be going back to NXT UK? They're supposed to be. I, I don't know. 
or time has no meaning. It's one or eight. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. All right. Um, uh, Aaliyah and Robert Stone in the ring. Uh, Robert Stone doesn't have his glasses on, and it's freaking me out. Um, yeah, it Tony's- looks weird. Yeah, right? He, he needs the glasses. Um, Tony Storm comes out to face Aaliyah and shut up Stone. So, um, Tony gets Aaliyah down fast here with a huge headbutt. Aaliyah with a big kick to Tony in the corner. So big, in fact, Aaliyah goes over the top rope. Now some punches in the corner, but Tony comes out swinging. Aaliyah with a neck thing for a two. Uh, Aaliyah trying to keep Tony down. <laughs> I <but> love <laughs> the technical naming of that move, by the way. <laughs> Don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I love a neck thing, so let's just yep. let's just do that. Aaliyah trying to keep Tony down by pinning her arms behind her back, but Tony gets up and the offense picks up big time. Huge German suplex by Storm, and then a big hit in the corner, followed by a clothesline in the middle of the ring. Tony hits the Storm Zero, and Aaliyah looks like she was very close to landing on her neck, uh, but Tony picks up the win. Uh, very frantic match, and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. I, I was not a fan of this. Yeah, this is not the best way to bring to, I, I guess, to reintroduce Tony Storm. She's been off TV for a long time. The match was yeah, whatever. Um, and I know Tony Storm. I I'm terrified to hear the score you gave this match actually because I know Tony Storm does like nothing for you. I thought I was being very gracious by giving this match a two. One and three quarters. <laughs> well, you know what? Not bad. We're not far off. We're not. Gra- grapple 1.62. Less than you even. Yeah. Just, you know what? And here's the thing. Like, I think part of it was Aaliyah. Yeah, I really do. Definitely. Like, if you're bringing her back, like, at least put her up against, like, that Santana lady. Mm-hmm. You know? Or someone like that who, like, Santana at least has, like something to offer i don't know where's chelsea green been pull her out of wherever she whatever you know wherever she's been no idea vanished (laughs) thin air yep so um okay william regal talking about candace's match and says the ref's decision is final man you are the commissioner or something you can overrule that yeah he's not powerless (laughs) right he also announced there will be a stipulation to their match, but we have to wait to find out what it is. Mm-hmm. Rhea and Ronkel will also have a match at the Havoc, which is what I'm calling it now. <laughs> um, Zaya comes in uh, saying she needs a match. Um, she's with Bao, right? Is that his name? Uh, no, Boa. Bo- Boa. Oh, gosh. I inverted the letters. Like the um, constrictor, Yes. Oh, uh, um, so what was in that letter, Zaya? Mm. Uh, Regal taking it under advisement. So we didn't talk about this, but last week, Zaya had a match. Yes. Boa comes out and hands her a letter, and uh, something's happening. Presumably, he will be a, a manager or something, or a representative. Mm. Um, I can mm. honestly see they do have a lot of Chinese-born uh, uh, athletes, uh, wrestlers under contract, uh, quite a few of them. Uh uh, may, maybe few, maybe fewer now, but they've not really done a lot with them. Zia Lee is the one that they've done the most with, so yeah. maybe they're going to try to uh, scrunch them all together. Hmm. Hmm. I have mixed thoughts on that, but we'll see where it goes. Um, yeah. So that's where we're at. Next up, we have Imperium versus uh, Furry and Fury. I've already, <laughs> I've already shortened it. Yes. 
Uh, Bartell doing a little swish kick as he walks in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake and Dane have their own music, but Dane hates it, and rightfully so. He has the the people cut it off as they're, like, mid-ramp. Yeah. Um, Drake's still bumbling into the ring, and Dane won't let him start. So it's Dane versus Eichner here. Um, and it's smart. It's a smart way to start it. Um, yes. So Eichner, Eichner picks up Dane, but not able to get the suplex. Dane slams Eichner down and tags Drake to use him as a battering ram, essentially. Mm-hmm. Eichner now showing why he's great, and then Bartell in against Drake. Bartell just laying into Drake. Eichner back in, taunting Dane, and Eichner goes into the post because Drake uses his speed to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Dane back in, taking on both guys by himself. Spinebuster by Eichner, and then a huge kick by Bartell. Suplex by Dane on Eichner, and Dane tags in Drake. Drake using his furious legs and low center of gravity to clear the ring. Dane going back up on the ropes, but Bartell takes him out. Uh, Drake goes to fly at Eichner, but he is caught and dropped into the mat. Bartell tags back in, and they hit their finisher for the win. Drake is like the little engine that could, and I do like that about him, but I want them to either be a team or not. This buildup is getting ridiculous. Yeah, they're going to hammer you over the head with this forever. Uh, Yeah. I continue to not be a particularly big fan of this pairing, only because I saw the potential with Drake when they brought him back, and they've very quickly squandered that to turn him into kind of like a comedy dope, I guess. Uh, Yeah. Like, I'm not even sure why Killian Dane is hanging. They're they're trying to make the relationship essentially... No, hey, no one can punch you in the face except me. You're my punching bag or whatever. That. Yeah, I say that later. So yeah, hold that thought. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I gave it two. Uh, I gave it a two and a half mainly because I like Imperium. Yes, also I like Imperium as well. Grapple uh, a one point eight. Yeah. Okay. No, arg- no, no real argument. <laughs> yes. And then after the match. Everrise comes out because they're dumb and beat up on Drake, but Dane comes to the rescue saying to Drake, no one hits you but me, so I guess they're in <laughs> yes. an abusive relationship now. Yes, and but like, the, the weird thing is they're in a, an abusive relationship, but the abusive relationship is Drake is the one who wants to keep the abuser around. But that's what an abusive relationship... That is, like, literally what happens. Like... Yeah, well, I mean, no, that can that can happen. Usually you've got the abuser who wants to keep the other person around to keep abusing them, but yeah. Drake seems to enjoy it, though, is the thing, I guess. He doesn't feel Such like lost without Killian Dane, but yeah, you know what? Maybe they'll turn this into a very interesting discussion about abusive relationships. I doubt it. They should. They won't, but they should. <laughs> yes. All right. Main event time. Bow, 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 bow. That's mm-hmm. my, my horn. The main event and we horn. have... Uh, Dexter Loomis versus Damian Priest. Um, so we get the fun entrances here. I, both of them have such crazy entrances, but like for different reasons. Yes. And it's kind of great. Dexter Loomis comes uh, out to Stranger Things and he just walks silently and creepily. Yeah. And then crawls across the ring. Yes. All right. So we get started here. Uh, there's a, We lock up and it is jeans versus leather pants. And that is how I will refer to them from now on. It's like Bruce Springsteen against Scott Wheeland in there. Okay, I'm not mad about it. Especially now <laughs> that I'm thinking about it like that. 
<laughs> I actually I go back to their names because it was too long to type, but <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Leather pants um, with a drop kick. Yes. <laughs> More lockup, uh, but this time Priest pushing on Loomis's neck and able to push him into the ropes. Loomis with a great jump over Priest, but Priest catches him uh, in an armbar thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Priest gets Loomis into the corner, and Loomis gets Priest out on the apron. But Priest gets up to the top rope while holding hands with Loomis and then back into a submission attempt. But Loomis still fighting. Loomis takes down Priest and is just going crazy with the hits. Uh, Priest trying to kick his way out and then a spinning kick to Loomis's head. Loomis in the corner and Priest with a spinning punch to the face gets the broken arrow, but Loomis kicks out. Loomis back to the strikes and a bulldog. Uh, Priest has Loomis by the neck, uh, but Loomis gets out, picking up some steam and gets a two. Don't really know how, but something happened. Um, Loomis stalking his prey, trying for the choke, but Priest with elbows to the head. Priest with a roundhouse kick and a flatliner, but Loomis kicks out. Mm -hmm. Priest going after the bad ankle by twisting Loomis's leg in an unnatural way. Loomis may be yelling fuck from the middle of the ring, but rolls through and gets free. (laughs) He said something. He did. Um, (laughs) Priest looking for the reckoning, but Loomis lands on his feet kind of wonkily. Loomis with a belly-to-back suplex and goes uh, from his back to his feet in one move and able to get a two out of it. Loomis to the top, but Priest moves out of the way. Both men on their feet and a big clothesline. Priest trying for the big kick, and it doesn't land. Loomis gets Priest to the mat and able to put on the silence, but Priest gets to the bottom rope. Loomis creepy crawling out of the ring and gets Priest into the boards. Cameron Grimes out to interfere and hits Loomis. The ref and, the ref and Priest don't see. Priest hits the all dogs go to heaven and wins. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't a clean win so Loomis still has a shot because I really (laughs) like him. Uh, I like Priest when he doesn't open his mouth. Makes me wonder if maybe Loomis was pegged to win that ladder match. Uh, My favorite thing about this match, Jacqueline, is that I know I I no longer remember what the actual name of the move is. Um, Is it like South of Heaven? (laughs) Yes, that's it. Just call it hell, right? Like, right? Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, <laughs> South of Heaven. Come, come on, guys. You're getting too cutesy with the names. Come on. Um, <laughs> De- did Dexter Loomis did kind of like a flip in this match, right? At one point. It's yeah. um, the thing about Dexter Loomis is so weird to me. So I'd say for, I think it's fair to say for like 95 to maybe even 98% of his matches, he's like a Frankenstein. Like he just clubs people, uh, Mm -hmm. choke them, put them in holds, club them and slam them some more. And then every now and again, he just does a flip. Uh, We we, we rewinded because he went from his back, like to his feet. Like he did that like springy thing. Yes. You know? And we actually rewinded it to watch it again because we were just like, he does what now? <laughs> it's, so, it's so weird. Um, I mean, I didn't see him winning this match or anything, uh, getting the title or whatever. I I just don't, I don't think they're going to do that. But um, I, I mean, I do see things in this guy that I think could be appealing to me, but he's just so weird. Uh, that I don't think it, it's not working for me. And I don't like Priest very much either. Although I think he has gotten better. Uh, he's 
He's a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. I hate his character. Yeah, and his voice his voice bothers his me a lot. Um, it wouldn't bother me if the things he said weren't so repulsive. <laughs> well, I landed on two and a half stars for this main event. I thought I it was okay. A, I went with a three. Yeah? I liked it a little bit better, yeah. Um, gosh, I was as you were talking about Loomis, though, I was just thinking, you know, because he's so stoic. He makes no facial expressions. I'd love to see him versus like Kushida or like Kyle O'Reilly or someone like that who makes all the facial expressions. <laughs> yes, like every facial expression sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so uh, post-match, um, Grimes trying to go after Loomis, but Priest gets off the reckoning. Uh, Priest trying for the showmanship, but Gargano is over it and comes out with a chair. As he and Candice are standing over Priest's body, Regal comes out to announce Candice versus Io and Johnny versus Priest at Halloween Havoc, and Shotzi is able to name the stipulations because she is the host. Yes. There's, um, she comes out, there's a saw blade, like a digital saw blade wheel behind her. Um, of hell uh, with all stipulations but we don't know where it lands for either match I guess we have to wait to find out and that's where we ended this week and we still have one more week before Halloween Havoc I feel like like I forget about that Um, did we cover the Finn Balor announcement as well? oh no we didn't that's right I didn't. I don't know why I didn't take notes on that I guess I just assumed I'd remember where to put it (laughs) so Um, they um uh, yeah, they they talked about the broken jaw uh, yeah, for Finn. Yeah, broken in two places. Uh, and we got pictures. Oh, I do have notes on this. Sorry. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And they basically said he underwent surgery and they're going to give him, I believe they said they're going to give him two weeks to see if he is recovering quickly. And if he is, they're going to keep the title on him. But if the recovery appears to be slow, they will consider removing the title and the NXT championship continues to be cursed. Just let him have. Well, what'd they say? A broken jaw could take like four to eight weeks. Yeah, something like that. Um, And sometimes wrestlers heal faster than mortal men, Jacqueline, which is to say that they usually ignore doctor's orders. Um, She isn't good. Yeah. Uh, So... Did they did they announce anything for next week that we'd considered the main event? Think so. I'm actually just I don't think they've announced anything. Mm. Oh, is it um Undisputed Era versus uh Breezango? Is that Oh I yeah, I believe I believe that. Oh no, they I don't remember. Are they doing that at Halloween Havoc or no? I don't think they are. Okay. Um well, let's go ahead and pretend that it's going to be on this next episode of NXT and uh I mean if we're wrong then we will not retract it either. We'll probably forget that we were wrong. So, uh yep. we're just going to go with it. This is 2020. This is Trump's America, Jacqueline, and we're just going to say whatever the hell we want and we're just going to uh, pretend it's true. I was going to say make it up as we go. Yep, absolutely. Yes. Uh <laughs> so uh did I say what Grapple gave that match? I don't know if I did. Oh, no, maybe you didn't. Um, I don't even remember what you said at this point. I sort of... Sort I gave of, it a three. I sort of already wiped it from my memory. That's okay. Um, I actually have to re-pull up Grapple. Uh, Grapple gave it a 2.67. Oh. So not bad. They were in between you and me. Yes. Not too bad, Respect. Grapple. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's the podcast for this week. 
head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for What Comes NXT. Hit subscribe, and that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks, featuring the presumed main event of Breezango defending the NXT Tag Team Championships against the Undisputed Era. The less good part of the Undisputed Era. 